Welcome to Common Nonsense with Kevin and Kobe. I'm Kevin. And I'm Kobe. Wow, it looks like my memory came back this week. Sounds like it. <laughs> how, uh, how was golfing today, bro? Terrible. We lost so many golf balls, and I this was probably one of the worst days I've had as far as golfing goes. Score was terrible. Don't even want to talk you, about it. What'd you get? Let's just say I didn't par a single hole. I lived in bogeys, doubles, and triples. Oh, so you know, you know, my dog's first, my first dog's name was Bogey. Ah, yeah. Why is and, that? Uh, why, why, why pick that name? Because my dad said he was a mistake. Ah. <laughs> no, he was he was a cute little dog. Bogeys, I don't know. There's that classic Ron White joke where they're like, "Oh, you have a dog named Bogey." Is it named after your golf game? And he goes, no. Nah. If it was named after my golf game, it'd be double bogey. Where the hell's that one going? Yeah, exactly. But, dude, what happened? What happened to, like, the, do you remember the blue-collar comedy guys? Jeff Foxworthy, Larry yes. the Cable Guy? Yes, I do. What What the hell happened with all that? Ron White was, like, the only um, one that really stayed around. Ron White does goes on tour still. Like, he came through Oklahoma last summer, I think. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I haven't really seen... Uh, Larry the Cable Guy go on tour. Any, I think they're just retired and enjoying life, man. They're rich. Yeah, I mean, they're super the, rich. Well, God, they're super um, rich. They got so big on that. Uh, on that stuff. Foxworthy did that. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Show for a while. And then Bill Ingvall was doing stuff. Actually, Bill Ingvall's show is where uh, Jennifer Lawrence got her start. Okay. And but since then, it's like they kind of fell off the face of the earth. I think Could they purposely be? did that. It might have been because they were probably a little conservative. Um, maybe. I don't know. I have no idea about Larry the Cable Guy. I always heard he was kind of faking it, but I, I don't remember. I don't know anything about him. Yeah. I mean, it, would, it wouldn't surprise me if, you know, they were kind of just like, yeah, we need to shuffle these guys on out of here. They're not really following what we want them to say. Yeah, I can understand that. I mean, but they were popular to right wingers country people and rednecks like that's that's yeah, who no, their main you, crowd you, was yeah and they were they were the biggest comedy so you know what maybe i'm just speaking out of my ass i might be using i don't know, you know dude. i don't know anything about their political <sighs> beliefs i've never heard them talk outside of comedy and ron white did a joe rogan um yeah, podcast, and i listened to some of it and they mostly talked about golf and his startup and his career and stuff like that. Dude, Joe Rogan, when he has like scientists and doctors and stuff on, is amazing. Mm-hmm. Joe Rogan, when he has comedians on. <gasps> I mean, they, they do recall some funny stories, though. So, But it's like, okay, well, I'll just watch your stand-up if I want you to tell me funny stories. Yeah, but I mean, it's real accounts instead of, you know, their stand-up, half of it's made up, if not more. Oh, yeah. Or very, very embellished. There's like, there's a couple who, when they come on, I listen to them. Tom Segura. Um, I'll listen to Ron White anytime he's on there. Bill Burr. Because Bill Burr just shits all over Joe the entire time. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, that's just what dude, he does. That's like his comedy, though. Dude, Joe, Joe is like running from... Having to run away from the lefties. Yeah, um, but I mean, he's still left winging you know it's not like no, they've just moved yeah, he's just he's moderate to left he's left leaning he's a centrist sure. dude he's, he's not he's a centrist just a, 
You know, he's just a radical centrist, man. Radical centrist. Nah, he's definitely left-leaning. No, nah, because he, he doesn't like a lot of... The, he very fiscally conservative. But, uh-huh, I'm pro-gun. Yeah, so he's all over the place. He's a logical, rational individual who doesn't, like, ascribe to... That, that's always been the thing. He's always such an enigma because, like, his beliefs are kind of just all over the place. Yeah, true, true. Which is why he makes such good interviews. But at the same time... He'll follow you down any rabbit hole that you want to take him down. I, I really do appreciate what he's doing. His move to Spotify is like, dude, there's there's something happening right now in, in entertainment with... Uh, it's reaching its breaking point. And I think these entertainment companies are starting to realize, get woke, grow, go broke. Like, you know... When you start putting leftist, lefty, lefty shit in your in your movies, like having Mary Sue's, for those of you who don't know what a Mary Sue is and why it's such a big complaint, you have to look at movies like Captain Marvel, uh, Star Wars with Ray. So what a Mary Sue is is when they want a strong female character, they make the female character uh, super strong and awesome. Everybody likes them. Everything goes their way. They have just. You know, they're just naturally good at everything. They don't have any flaws. They, you know. Yeah, you want to know something that really made me mad about, uh, was it Avengers Endgame? What was the, is, was that the last one? Yes, and I know what you're going to say, but please go on. Okay, the final fight against Thor, I mean. Uh, Thanos. Thanos and <laughs> Thor. Against Thanos and his entire army. It was Captain America. I think he got his shield broken or something and he turns yeah. around and there's Captain Marvel and all the other girls and they're like, we got this. And I'm like, you've been getting your, your, your tail handed to you for the whole fight. And now you're just going all five of y'all just going to stroll up in here and just. No, no, no. Stuff? It's not just that. It's that. Captain Marvel was the strongest out of all of them. No, I understand. She showed up in immediate. Like, remember, all of Thanos' ships were blowing up the battlefield. Yeah, it's trying to kill everyone. As soon as Captain Marvel is anywhere near, the sh- guns all turn on her. Thor is left alone. Iron Man's left alone. Um, Captain America. Everybody else is left alone but her, and she goes through, blows up his ship immediately. Yeah, comes and knocks his ass out. Mind you, just walks through it. They had. They literally had to make. Thor fat and gross and um, weak because at the end of Avengers Endgame or uh, Infinity War when he throws the ha- the axe he throws the axe and it goes cuts through the Infinity like it, the full power of the Infinity Gauntlet and hits Thanos because at that point Thor is actually a fully realized god a celestial being like yeah Thor, one of the Thor all- at the end of that was definitely the strongest being in the universe at that time Yep, and then Marvel was like, no, 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 women. Yeah. Women got this. Yeah, Mar- sure. Captain Marvel's more powerful. Yeah. And it's, it's that. That's what people really hate. That's when people start complaining about, you know, ham-fisting these, these, these narratives into our entertainment. That's what they're talking about. You're, you're completely destroying your... <clears throat> Sorry, Celia came in, so we'll... You're good. Let me ask you this part. question, though. Um, in, in the comics, I never watched the uh, Captain Marvel comments, or comics. Uh, was, was Captain Marvel a male or a female originally? She's a female, okay. and she's very unknown because her all her stories are horribly written. She's been rebooted so many Definitely times. Definitely not was a popular hero. Not in the slightest. 
Um, not a you know never really had great writing, and that translated right over into the into the comics. But you know, as I was saying, what they do when they do stuff like that is they completely ruin everything they have set up in the previous three movies, yeah. or in the previous movies for all their characters, the three Captain Americas, yeah, the three Iron sure. Mans, the three Thor. They ruin all of that. Thor Ragnarok, you saw Thor like fully, you know, get get his power, his godly power, and then in. In Infinity War, you see him harness everything he has, and then in, in Endgame, it's all gone. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely took they, some steps back. Because Captain Marvel must be the most powerful one, because women. Yeah. Um, let's, you know, there's a difference when you, you base an entire series, like Resident Evil and yeah. Underworld and stuff like that, on a badass female character. Yeah, because I enjoy those movies. Um, oh, I love Underworld. I have, yeah. you know, I have all four of them. Yeah, like, I love I, Underworld. Yeah, I love those movies. Um, but it's another, um, you know, it's another thing when you just throw one in there. Um, but but yeah, no, you know, I'm playing through Last of Us, and it's gotten to a point where people, if they, if there's a female lead now, people are so used to them being a Mary Sue. That at this point, having a female lead is going to open you up to all sorts of criticisms anyway. Yeah. And then the last of Last of Us 2 I'm playing through, dude, and I really love it. So Ellie is the main character. Mm -hmm. She's a lesbian with a love interest. Well, people are like, oh, my God, of course you had to include that. So in the first game, she was it was hinted that she was lesbian. In the DLC, it was confirmed that she was lesbian. And in this one... They tell a love story, but it just happens to be lesbians. Mm. Mm -hmm. And to me, it doesn't bother me because at the end of the I don't give a shit. Like, is the story good? Are the characters good? Is, is, there, is there substance to what's going on? And yeah, there is. There absolutely is. And I enjoy the hell out of it. And she's an amazing character. And I enjoy playing as her and watching her and following her because she's done well. And that's the thing. It's like, if you're not going to do it well, people are going to complain because who knew that when you do something bad, people don't like it. Like, that's, that's. But now you're seeing the flip side of that where you, you can't even try almost because it's going to immediately be met with back, backlash. You're immediately going to be told that you're hand fisting stuff or forcing it or you're trying to shove narratives down people's throats. And it's just like, no, that's. It's not how it goes. The are, game are is you absolutely using incredible. the term hand fisting. Ham fisted. Ham fisted. Yeah. H A M. Yeah. I don't I don't think I've ever heard of that expression. Ham fist to ham fist something is like to just shove it down your throat. I, to just no, absolutely I, I, like make it inc so obvious like, you know, you know how they say in in shows you're supposed to show not tell. Well, ham fisting's where you Tell, show, tell, 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 show, tell, 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 show, 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 whatever. Whatever it takes to make sure they're beaten over the head with whatever idea you want them to know. Yeah, through contextual clues, I understood that, but I, I, I've yeah. never heard that term before. Oh, there's, there's a lot of that word going around in a lot of movie reviews okay. lately. <laughs> People uh, isn't are being, it funny how really words gain popularity for like a month or two and like everyone uses them across the board? Yeah, I think it's really boss. All right. <laughs> that's that's like what was it? The 70s or 80s were when everything was boss? Probably. 
Yeah, it's it's called shifting with the times. Yeah, I don't but, know. I mean, like, but things, everything just speeds up now. Yeah, but I see how... it in everybody's like uh, in the way they write, like yeah. uh, on Twitter. You see the same word over and over and over again, and you're like, "This Look, is interesting." Histor- like the word veritas. Thousand- well, no, in a thousand years, scientists are going to be able to predict. Or, or archaeologists are going to be able to tell you down to the month when someone sent out a tweet because of whether or not they use cap or no cap or dead ass or shit like that. They're going to be like, oh, this was from 2019, late, late April to early January 2020. Then no one start, then no one said dead ass after that. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's funny, like, I like looking at Google searches, like, uh, the the occurrence how many times it occurred something was searched yeah like uh even you can look at the um the five gods of smash five gods of melee um and it was after that term got really popular after that the melee movie came out in i don't know 2015 or so i know that um after that episode of Game of Thrones, where Arya shows her boobs, the number one, like, the tendency to search how old Maisie Williams is went up, like, a thousand percent. I, I don't, I never watched everyone Game was, of Thrones. Everyone was like, wait a second, is she old enough? Are we allowed to be turned on by her boobies? Is she 18? Okay, cool, she's 18. You oh, can be turned is on it by that, 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 that princess that looks really young? Not Sansa, the redhead, the, the one with the dark hair. Okay, she she made it toward to the last season, and she, was she the one who? Uh, mm, I don't know. She, I, she, I, she, she killed the ice guy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Then yes, I I know I know. Who the you're episode about. before that, she showed her boobies, and everybody searched how old she was on on the Googles. Oh, okay. So I'm not I'm not super familiar. Um, never really got into it. Uh, I watched bits and parts of the last season and said, nope, this is not for me. It was so, yeah, well, that's your problem. You watched bits and parts of the last hey, season. Hey, if it ain't good all the way through, it ain't worth watching. That's that's my thing, too. Like, I will never recommend anyone to watch Game of Thrones because the first six seasons, the first four seasons are probably the best TV that's ever been made. Uh, the next two are fantastic. The seventh was The best pretty TV good. that's ever been made? Yeah. Wow, that's kind of bold. That's a very bold statement. Well, I mean, ratings, like, not even just mine, like, objectively based on the, uh, by, based yeah, on objective that's, opinion that's polling. That's all BS because of population and the ability to watch HBO and the ability to watch No, TV. it's IMDb. It was the highest rated show in IMDb I, I understand that, but you compare it to a show that happened in the 80s where you just don't have the ability to rate something that accurately. No, people, yeah, people still rate those shows, Kobe. I know, but it's not as near as accurate. Yeah, because now they can go back and watch it and compare it to what's still out, and then they can really know if it was good or not. No, well, what I'm saying is it never gets a fair shake, ever. It can't. Yeah. So you're saying it would be more fair to not compare it to anything else and just compare it to the 80s than to compare it to everything? If the show is from the 80s. No, I'm but saying my those, thing is, those shows just never get a fair shake in what was considered the greatest. Like, uh, in my opinion, I consider Twilight Zone, the Twilight Zone, the original from the 60s by Rod Serring, to easily yeah. be one of the best, if not the best, television series that has ever 
graced this. No, it is, and it absolutely is. But Game of Thrones was unreal. I would say the first I, four seasons, hands down. And then, I would throw, I would throw Twilight. But Zone you've never watched over. Game of Thrones. No, I don't. You, 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 I no, understand. You've, you've that. Never watched it. So I understand you don't know. that. But I'm just saying. So you can't say that. The Twilight Zone will never get the fair shake that it. You know, if it came out and had all the relevance and the same impact, and all of it was hit now, it's Black Mirror on ten. Tiger King meets Black Mirror. That's how big Dude. it would have been. Well, and then you so, wouldn't. Have, then there would have been no question that the Twilight Zone just smashed everything else out the water. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Is it? It physically cannot get the fair shake because. We didn't grow up with it, and the the accessibility to it as a whole, and to the internet, and to exchange ideas on debating whether the show was good or not, this and that, you can't give it a fair shake. That's all I'm saying, is you can't give it a fair shake. So it's unfortunate, because only the new stuff is going to get start getting thrown out as being the best. But that's because there was no comparison, and there's that's apple to oranges, honestly. It's apples to oranges. Well, anyway, so the first four seasons were the best TV ever made, and then the next two were pretty damn good, and then the seventh was good enough, and then the eighth was just, holy fuck, what the hell? Like, I, I, as good as the first seven seasons were, I will never tell someone to watch Game of Thrones because of how bad the eighth season is. I was like, if you want to feel just so angry and upset and annoyed at a movie, at a TV series... Watch Game of Thrones. Watch less. Watch less. You know. Watch all of it, and then watch the eighth season, and feel like you know. I, you know. I do. I. I should. I should find a random episode in the first two or three seasons to watch because the things that I was particularly upset about, I feel like are probably the same. Like occurred in seasons one, two, three, and four. Like what? I'm not going to talk to you about it because you're going to automatically say no. It didn't happen even though it probably did, and we have all bad recall because we haven't seen it in so many years. Fair enough. Yeah, that's but, what I'm saying. But, I mean, <sighs> what's really shitty is, like, there was a bunch of, you know, Karens that named their daughter Daenerys because they love Daenerys. You're lying. And then, and then and Daenerys know, is like, the dragon queen, correct? Yeah, you know, the one that just murdered, you know, hundreds of thousands of women and children. She was attractive. Yeah, she was very hot, but she was also, for, for the first seven seasons, very good. She was a really strong female character. So, naturally, the writers were like, we're going to turn her into a genocidal maniac. That's right. She did get crazy. Yeah. And she right sent away. the dragons in to burn, like, a whole city down. Yep. And they were like, yeah, well, we're going to say it's okay that she does that because she's killed people in the past. So, now when she kills hundreds of thousands of people, it'll make perfect sense because she's killed people in the past. Yeah. Mind you, they were slavers and traitors, but, you know, now she's just going to kill women and children because what, what's the difference? Yeah, fair enough. It was, it was, God, it was just so miserable, but, but, you know, at least it didn't have modern day social justice narratives thrown throughout it, except for the last season, which is really, dude, it's just getting ridiculous, man, how... How hard it is to avoid running into the culture war. What's the most blatant um, injection of social justice warrior like uh, mentality into a movie that it did not belong, and it was so obvious that it was just inserted? 
that you've seen. Don't lately. fucking let's go with let's go with Marvel. You can do girl power scene from Endgame that you mentioned, or girl power scene from Infinity War. That was the exact same thing, but they were fighting the different aliens. Okay. Or you could do um, let's see, having uh, you know having people kiss in the background of the celebration of Star Wars, but editing that out for the China release. Oh um, yes, and they edited uh, the black guy. Uh, yeah, making Finn much smaller. That's another big one. Yeah. Um, let's see here. There, dude. There's a lot. It's really God. It gets I'm just really saying. If like, you, you have, can, you can't even. If you do you, have one that you just stuck you, and you were like, ooh. Oh, it's 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 just the it's just the ham-fisted girl power scenes and stuff like that. So that's one what of the really worst gets things. You. It's what really gets me is when they pander when they tokenize the issue. They're like, yeah. oh, we're gonna put a trans person in here. And make a big, huge part of their character the fact that they're trans. Rather than having them be a character going through stuff and they also happen to be trans. You know? Yeah, um, It's like... When was the last time you were watching a show and this dude was talking to a chick and they were getting along? And, like, you know, you find out later, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm trans. And you had no idea because being trans wasn't, you know, what made their character a character. Yeah, um... I, I'm trying to think. I feel like Lion King had something uh, that that really irked me. I can't put my finger on it, but you could tell that it was just so inserted because one, it didn't match what the original movie was, but there there was something that they just kind of tossed in there, and you were like, "What?" Well, anytime you marry Sue, something like Star Wars: The Last Jedi is a great, you know, is a pretty good example. Um, you have you have Ray being super awesome, powerful, awesome. But the biggest thing, actually, there's there's an even better there's there was an even better example. Oh, Westworld's a good one because it doesn't have to just be making the women strong; it can be making the men all weak. Uh, yeah. That so happens, in Westworld, that happens the most. In Westworld, you know, the first season they have this great character development, and the black lead and the white lead, the two chicks. Um, they both make themselves incredibly smart. The white, the, the black lead makes herself the smartest person in the world, basically, turns herself into a supercomputer, and the, you know, the white chick, she just becomes this, like, cold calculating killing machine, whatever have you. Um, but they become super awesome, super powerful. Every single male character in that show is either evil, stupid, incompetent, um, you know, sexist. What have you? None of them are competent. None of them are good. It's the same thing you saw in Star Wars: the Last Jedi. Poe Dameron. Every every male character in the Last Jedi is insi- entirely incompetent. Poe Dameron, Luke Skywalker, Rhett, uh, Snoke. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kylo Ren. They're all they're all incom- wildly incompetent. That's just it's being able to it's being able to notice that like you know. When you when you try to make certain characters stronger for one particular reason to the detriment of other characters, you just end up shooting yourself like right in your foot, and then you can't come. You're not allowed to complain because mm, mm, I have a great example that we are both yeah. forgetting. Yeah, come on now, man. Think about it for a second. What did they take a classic movie that was all men? Try to do a remake with all females. Ghost of Ghostbusters? Ghostbusters. That's another great one. That Holy a, that shit. Is, that is that a, a prime example of what we're talking about here. 
I'm actually going to send you the uh, pitch meeting for Ghostbusters. It was so bad. It, and I it, didn't even watch it, it, but I watched the trailer. And it was so bad. Have, dude, no. I, I watched like four minutes of it, and it was some of the worst TV I've ever seen in my life. Not worst TV, worst movie. Did you know that they like, the part of the director's direction was, I'm just going to have them ad lib most of the time? Most of the dialogue in that movie is ad lib. Really? Well, no wonder yeah. it was terrible. Well, yeah, like, and then you have someone like Chris Hemsworth, whose character is literally retarded. He's like the only male character in the movie, and he's literally retarded. And that that happens a lot too, where they make they make a guy just so utterly buffoonish. Yeah, well, it's it's just it's your standard social justice bullshit. Like, you know, we have to, the problem with social with the social justice movement is. That, you know, there's a lot of well-intentioned people who legitimately want to make change, but they're not who I'm talking about. They're not one of the SJW, you know, one of the warriors. And the problem with the warriors, they always shoot themselves in the foot because they think that how you change things is by doing to the people, is by, you know, doing the wrongs to the people who were wronging you before. You know, and they think that's how you correct it. It's, it's all petty. It's all revenge-based. It's all... It's... It's horrible, and it makes me not want to go see movies half the time. I, I'm just like, to be honest, I really haven't seen a movie in so long. Um, out of, I like, haven't I, gone to a movie theater to watch anything um, in at since, least four months, since Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah. I haven't seen that one. Was it good? It was great. Phenomenal. Highly recommend. Yeah. Do you well, know the actual be. story? Oh, yeah. I know, I know the story of how... Uh, Ferrari was winning Le Mans every year, and so you know Ford wanted to win, so they brought in uh, Carroll Shelby to help him win. And they created the Ford GT, and it won all those years, and okay. created the Shelby name. Perfect. Then that 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 is what the movie's about. So mm. you'll understand a little more going into it because yeah, I, one thing that I thought it went it went a little fast in in my opinion went a little fast. Um, to really understand the significance of it, it was just more when you're watching the movie and say you know nothing about it. It was more like, oh, Ford just really wants to go beat Ferrari and get their name out there and shut up Ferrari, blah 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 blah. And I, it didn't really capture the essence of America was tired of l not having anyone go represent and dominate in the global racing world where we were dominating at home. Yeah. And we knew and our home racing was, was just as good, if not better than uh, global or European racing. So we, we wanted to go over there and, look, and give them some, mm, some American. Mm. There's, there's a reason uh, a formula one driver has never gone over to NASCAR and been successful. Like, I mean, it's just tried. totally different racing. It is totally different racing. Um, there's actually a lot. I didn't know this, but did you know that those NASCARs are basically just engines and steering columns and drive shafts? Yeah. Like, there's no electronics on them basically at all outside of like safety features and stuff like that. Yeah, um, they sweat their, <laughs> their balls off to say the least. They say it gets they sweat up, their balls off. It gets up they to close to 200, 200 degrees inside. It is unreal. Something like that. How horrible it is in those cars. And they have to do everything themselves. And 
like because they don't have any kind of power steering. They are controlling those cars with their you know their their pure might, and it is always pretty much ever especially at tracks like Daytona, ever, it is always at your top speed. In yeah, and that's Formula One plus miles per hour. Yeah, in Formula One, most of the time you're turning, you're slowing down, turning, accelerating. Every you know, you'll hit a straight every once in a hey, while, and then you're back down. That is super difficult down. too. Are there oh, no, any no, no, no. NASCAR I'm not saying drivers it's not. that have gone to oh, Formula One? Oh no, no, no. One? I'm not saying so. I'm just so I'm not saying it's. Yeah, no, I, no, there aren't yeah. that I know of. But what I'm trying to say is like Europe generally has this 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 mindset towards us. You see it in soccer. You see it in Formula One GT, where they're like ours is better, and because you know, when America sucks at it, it's like, look, dude. The last thing Europe wants is America to give a shit about soccer. Yeah, very true. The last, the last thing Europe wants is LeBron James to be 18 and be like, you know what? I'm going to play soccer. Because there's no way you take the athletes that play NBA basketball and A, tell me that they would also not be able to play f- soccer. I'm sorry. If they can do what they're doing with the basketball, they can do it with a soccer ball. And then once you realize, wait a second... When you're in the NBA, if you're six foot three or six foot four, you're considered tiny. You're small. But if you're six foot four on a soccer pitch, you're probably the tallest player on the field. You're you're definitely good size because Zlatan is what six. He's six four. Oh, six, okay, four, I thought six, five. six five. Yeah. He, yeah, he's six four, six five. And he, and he's, he's a giant. He's, he's pretty big out there for sure. He's he's a giant. He's not a giant. Peter, Pe- no, in soccer, he's a giant. He's not a Peter giant. Crouch. In soccer, he's a giant. Peter Crouch was six foot eight or six foot nine, and he was he was like an anomaly. Everyone's like, "Holy shit, this guy's the tallest player in the world." Most goalkeepers are six two, six three. Like Neuer. No, the goalkeeper. Six, the two, goalkeepers. Six, no, goalkeepers Mertesacker are generally was tall. Like six six. But but goalkeeper. But Boateng Gobi, is like six three. No, I'm talking about Go- now. Now I'm talking about German defensive defenseman. No, but but what I'm saying is, just imagine this. LeBron James is six foot eight. Manuel Neuer is like he's he's you know whatever his height is. He's the goalkeeper. His only thing is jumping side like jumping to block a ball from his net. That's the only I thing know, he he's really darn does. Good he's at a, it. he's more of a sweeper keeper. But what I'm he's saying is now now imagine the tallest player on the pitch was also the fastest and the strongest and the most agile. You're not you're not hearing any disagreement from me, bro. But but I'm but what I'm saying is like. Europe just needs to shut their fucking mouths. They don't want our people getting good at the sports they like. We we'd have to cricket, change. Cricket's a great our cricket's a great fucking example. Oh, very true. You're very true. Cricket like fucking throw throw uh throw Mike Trout onto a on a onto a cricket pitch. I'm curious to see how our rugby is going to develop because it is catching popularity, especially with kids who played football in high school and then aren't going to go play D1, a lot of them are starting to turn to rugby. People don't understand. Like, so, the, but the thing, the thing about rugby in, in football is that rugby is just constant action, depending on which one you're playing. Like, union, you have, you have two different styles of rugby. Fifteens and sevens. Well, no, 15s and 7s are also two different styles. Even in 15s, you have union and you have your league, which play off uh, different rules. One has scrums, one doesn't really have scrums. One has, like, downs, the other one doesn't. I have no um, idea what you're talking about well, with the unions and leagues. The only yeah, rugby so, I know is 15s and 7s. Okay, so on the global stage, 
You have union rugby, which is your standard rugby where you see the big pile, you see the giant, you know, scrums. I know, I know all the terminology, head to head. Um, My brother and, plays you know, anytime, rugby. Anytime you get tackled, anytime you get tackled, you know, there's basically a scrum no, and the ball comes No, out. that's well, a ruck. When you get tackled, well, that's anyways, a ruck. Okay, so in league, <laughs> they have, they have, you have downs. You have, you know, you have four downs to get the ball X amount of distance. And then it starts again. It's a lot like football. What? Um, when you're tackled, never when you're this. tackled, you just get up. Well, league is very popular around the world outside of England. League is the is the one they play mostly in Australia. League is the one they play mostly in like places like New Zealand. Um, but it's but you their major competitions are all union. It's really like that's the one thing about European about like non American sports is they have. They love to make really confusing rules. But anyways, so... You have football, which is a chess match, and rugby, which is more open. And, you know, I like watching football a lot, but I like watching rugby. Rugby is... You have to be good at both offense and defense to be successful in rugby as, a, as an individual. A lot like basketball. Basketball requires you to be good at both. Soccer requires you to be good at both, which is kind of why I love soccer so much. But, you know, we're not talking about that. But you have you have rugby and you have football. Now imagine if football didn't exist and only rugby existed. Who do you think the best team in the world would be? America. Fucking America by far. Because America has produces the greatest athletes mankind has to offer. Always. And Europe Europe doesn't want to admit that. There's basketball is probably outside of boxing, basketball is probably um, the greatest exhibition. Basketball is probably the greatest exhibition of human, of human physique, of human athleticism there is to be had. Um, and soccer, in my mind, goes a lot, lot, with that a lot as well. Um, but when you have, when you have, you know, the basketball that we have, Europe doesn't compete on the ba- basketball and the slide. We we slaughter everyone. And we would do that. We do that in every sport. I mean, that's why we make our college players play sometimes. Like, yeah. And, you know. Because no one will forget the dream team. Dude, it just goes, like, it just reinforces this mindset that, or this, this fact that America is by far and away the greatest nation in the world. Our women's, our women's, people try to say we're sexist, yet our women's sports literally just curb stomp the rest of the world because we're one of the only nations in the world that actually understands that women have just as much right to enjoy sports as men. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And it's just, you know, it gets really disheartening when people try to, when people continue to shit on America nonstop, but whatever, man. Whatever. All right. I think, uh, I think this is a good place to leave this one off. I agree. We got a nice, nice talk about some sports, some, some culture, some entertainment, and hopefully we we leave you guys, you listeners, with uh, you know feeling like your time was, you know, spent decently. I guess. I mean, the best you could ever ask for is that you don't that you're walking away from something. And you're like, okay, well, that was a thing. Yeah, I learned. I learned half a thing. <laughs> now you get to go ask Michael what the difference between uh, union rugby and league rugby is. I already looked it up is. on uh, Wikipedia. Yeah, they're they're very different. It's kind of, it's kind of crazy how stupid 
uh, the rest of the world's sports are when it comes to rules. Don't even try to re- read cricket's rules. You'll never understand Oh, it. no, I, I don't even try. Yeah, but... Well, thank you guys so much for staying tuned. Like, share, subscribe. We'll be back soon with another episode. All righty. Have a good one. Like, share. Oh, you already said that. I got it. Well, I got it. Done. I stole your lines. We're done. I'm over here stealing your lines, but All good yeah. to go. All right, dude. Take care, everyone.